When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Hot Up the Mess. I'm your host, Samantha Bush. And to hear, oh, to hear, here with me, excuse me, I'm just like so excited. I've had a lot. I had just ate like three packs of Gushers. Um, so forgive me. I'm <laughs> like unwell. Um, here with me is Sarah Heron of Us Magazine, editor at large. That's right. Editor at large, other, otherwise known as deputy editor um, exactly. of usmagazine.com, your favorite website. No, literally my favorite website. I do need you to talk to someone at Us Weekly about the pop-ups. Okay, they're actually, I have good news for you. They're oh. in the works. We've removed Ooh. a lot of things. The site speed is priority over here. Like I'm such site a company speed. girly. Site speed is on the ticket. So things are we looking love up. That. We love that because you guys always have the hot gas. Always. Like that's the first thing I do when I open my eyes in the morning is check Daily Mail and Us Weekly. In honor. Or usmagazine.com. And um, the pop-ups really, really get me. Very fair. Thank you for the feedback. You're welcome. (laughs) Take that. Take that to your to your boss. You know. (laughs) Anyway, you're alive. You've survived the orange sky of New York City. Of New York City, and I will say my favorite meme that I posted on my Instagram (laughs) was the Katie Maloney comparison to the season two hair, Mm -hmm. which was the sky, the color of New York City in this air quality thing. And Katie Mm -hmm. did respond laughing, so she's on the joke. Everybody, she's we love that. I mean, the hair was horrible. I feel like you have to laugh. I mean, you know, and this is coming from someone who has four inch long roots, but that's being fixed tomorrow. It happens. It happens. It ha- and I'm thinking of chopping my hair and I see you got a short do. So. I just got it cut this week. I think yeah, it looks really should. good. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to get like some layers like who knows, but this is not why we're here. This is not why we're here. We're here to talk about Vanderpump Rules. Part three reunion. I need to know where are you at with the scandal? Wow. Well, it's so crazy to think back to March 3rd, mm-hmm. which was the day our lives turned upside down and the day I texted you frantically Frantic. um, looking for, for some support and some yeah. information about James Kennedy and his Instagram use. Yeah, I mean, that's Never when I forget. knew it was true, is when James Kennedy took to the boards and let us know let us what know. the fuck was up. Right. So that feels like a thousand years ago, especially... Mm-hmm in the sense that we have covered so much of this nonstop. However, based on the Us Weekly numbers, based on my own personal interest, I mean, the world spins madly on. Like, it's still working and creating so much chatter. Now I'm mostly fascinated with, like, the money side of it. Like, I just read that Ariana allegedly has made almost a million dollars based on these brand deals. And then we found out Lala put the down payment on her new house based on send it to Daryl Merch alone. That is shocking information. It's shocking. And it makes me want to step up my own little my own little merch game. You it know, it makes me wish I like could say dumb stuff on the internet for a living to that degree. Mm. I already do it, but I don't make that much money. I know. Say we're fighting for our lives, you guys. Like we're truly on the front lines and we get nothing. For why? No. No better. For moments like this where we can talk about it. So no, I mean yeah. I do think it's time. Like I'm happy this reunion. I remember when we were talking about like how many parts it would be. And that was like Mm -hmm. the big joke of like, Andy, we need a million parts when everything was breaking. If they were airing in April or even May, I like, if this all, 
it wrapped in May, like the reunions, mm-hmm. I would have, you know, argued for a part four, like that one rare season of Real House of Atlanta. But at this point in time, I'm pretty good with yeah. a, with taking a little break you from know, new episodes airing. I agree. I needed to let some air out of the tires because mm-hmm. I feel like we've been going so hard in the paint. We have. And it, I, I was starting to kind of hit a wall with it. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of starting to come out of this like haze of like blindly supporting Ariana, which right. I want to be clear. I still support her. I still want nothing but the best for her. I want her to get fucked by that hot guy. Mm-hmm. I want her to make a ton of money and I want her to move on with her life. Right. But by part three of the reunion, I was getting a little exhausted. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was sitting on the edge of my seat. I couldn't, I couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. I, it was the best television hour of television I've ever seen. Um, the last five minutes, we'll get to that. We'll get there. But it was, you know what we were ready. I think we're ready to move on. Yeah. I think it's difficult that they saved all of the Raquel stuff for part three. I know that like the restraining order, Sheena, like it wasn't a perfect situation. And I, I think the producers did a great job with a wildly ever-changing moving story. Like I don't mm-hmm. envy Jeremiah, the showrunner, Alex Baskin, oh producer at her in these streets during the pod. Andy Cohen having to Geniusly. ask questions. Andy Cohen, Lisa, Lisa Vanderpump kind of trying to take over at one point, which I'm sure we'll get to. Um, yeah. So they all, they did a great job. I think that it was difficult because it was so pent up for Ariana in real time, right? Like we mm-hmm. know this air, this taped in March. She was seeing Raquel for the first time. She had it a little bit of time with after Tom. Right, it was two weeks wrapped. after. She was still living with Tom. She yelled at Tom on camera like she had experienced a little bit of Tom. She yeah. hadn't seen Raquel yet. Or so, spoken to her. Except or spoken to her. her right. Yeah. Anything. So to have that air last, I think when the audience is having a little bit of fatigue, not to excuse that Ariana really did. I mean, it was a lot. Like I could, I was saying, I said to the person I was watching with, I was like, I'm really glad she got these brand deal, brand deals secured because there's a few that might worry about brand safety after some of these comments. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I said, thank and God like, she's got the bag secured. Thank God she's got the bag. I mean, she's on the cover of Glamour today. So like, who mm-hmm. am I kidding? Like she's doing just fine. And everyone's still it. on her side. But it did mm-hmm. feel like there was a few comments that were like, okay, trying to remember she's in the heat, the, the thick of it still here. Mm-hmm. We're, we're two weeks out. Yeah. Some of it's justified. Some of it too far. Some of it I think felt too far because we had James and Lala talking every 10 seconds. Just Yeah, those gargoyles. Right. Mm-hmm. So there was a few moments that made me cringe that I, I wish, but it's hard to criticize her, obviously, I know. but it, a few I moments know. like that. But I think it airing in part three also was the problem. Like if it came out part one, I think we were ready for that fight, that knockdown. Mm-hmm. But after all these weeks, we're like, okay, we get it. Even though it was the first time yeah. she actually interacted with her, you know? Yeah. I don't think Sheena needed to be in the two parts. No, I, I needed either. Raquel in the two parts. It really you know, did feel like Raquel should have started. Yeah. Then Sheena comes out, reacts yeah. maybe to Raquel, especially. And then then Raquel could react to Sheena again. Like right. we could almost have a dialogue. Because even with the last five minutes, which I know I don't want to jump too much, but like what talk. was miss what was missing for me is the Tom Schwartz of it all. And like hmm. the I know when with the Mexico reveal and everything, like there was no one to ask, or no one did ask why she still kissed Schwartz mm-hmm. and then have Schwartz finally get to kind of speak openly when he realized Raquel was going to let the cat out of the bag and not be faking Santa. Like, I wish we got that reveal somehow where we could then have the cast and react to the reaction. You know what I mean? Like it was, we needed a little bit more. So do you think now I tweeted this and I'm curious your thoughts. This is kind of what I'm thinking happened. I think the reunion wrapped Mm -hmm. and Tom Sandoval ghosted Raquel. Mm. He pulled away. He was like, fuck this. This is so not fucking worth it. Mm-hmm. I, because like the way he was kind of treating her at the reunion was like, we're friends that fuck. And like, right. I have love for you, but like, I'm not in love with you type mm-hmm. of vibe, you know? So I think Raquel then called up producers mm-hmm. six days later and said, I'm ready to talk. I'm ready to right. tell the truth. Fuck Tom. Um, I think that's definitely, <laughs> okay. sorry. That's so embarrassing. It happens amazing. every time. For those, obviously, this is a audio medium. My cat got in the frame. It was iconic. Um, I think that's definitely possible. But I would also pose potentially 
she left the, re- I mean, we're watching Raquel in real time yeah. sort of realize that Tom Sandoval was lying to her. Like she mm-hmm. wasn't smart enough. And I hate to, you know, pile on to that narrative, but like in, in a real, in honesty, like she was being truth. manipulated. Right. And she wasn't the- realizing that, yeah. you know, we saw in part two in real time, her process. Oh, he could do, he was lying to me when mm-hmm. he said that they weren't being intimate. Mm-hmm. He maybe didn't make that much of an effort to break up with her. Like her wheels were turning in those, that trailer scene with them. Like she really didn't know. Mm-hmm. And then she watched, got to, even though she agreed to the plan to lie about the whole timeline, potentially watching him actually do it and hesitate when they asked, are you in love? When she nodded her head right away, oh my watch God. him consistently say, we weren't fucking, we fucked one time, one time, one time. Maybe, just maybe, while recapping it with, you know, her sister or her parents or who, her her publicist and talking it out, she did have a brain moment of, oh, this isn't going to end well for me. And maybe he will betray me. So I need to cover my bases mm-hmm. because she really didn't think that that was a possibility. And I think she thought they were going to be like a team, but he didn't have her back. No. Really. For a fucking second. Which is shocking. You'd think it they would want to be like us against the world. BS. It was not. Now, I hate I hate to go back, but I'm just mm-hmm. saying. But we must. We know our history. We must, you know. Um, history, if you don't. What is the saying? History um, will repeat itself. If yeah, you don't yeah, yeah. I it. mean, it has um, <laughs> yes. to some extent. That's how we're but here. So, Tom Sandoval we're here. loves repeating history. We do. So. You know, I remember the season two reunion when him and Ariana came out together, holding hands to holding trigger hands. And she was in that that plunging yes. of blazer, mm-hmm. titties out. Yeah, so hot, living for it. And she was like heavy into the braids too. Yes, back then and I, a lot I of eye makeup, a lot of eye makeup, especially for Ariana, like was very crazy. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I remember it was him and Ariana against Kristen. Right, like they were a united front, and they were like fuck you, Kristen. You are crazy. I don't have love for you like that. I've always loved Ariana and Ariane's like, we've always loved each other. So to see him let Raquel just sit there and get fucking annihilated mm-hmm. was crazy. I mean, even Tom Schwartz didn't go, hey guys, maybe we should cool it. Right. And it, I think it was... It, and I can't imagine it happening in real time because you know they're there for hours. It was worse You know for that sure. these conversations... There's probably so much left on the cutting room floor. And I'm just like, honestly, I hate to fucking say this. I tip my hat to Raquel for even going. I do too. There's no There's fucking way no I would have played. <laughs> I would just, just I'd be like, can I come on a Zoom? Right. Like, I'm not going there. I'd pull a Nene Leaks and just close my computer. No, 100%. I'd agree to do like the one-on-one with Andy. Right. I'd agree to some of that <clears> stuff, <throat> give my perspective. But there's no way. And it's really good for her for doing that. But I also think but I also think that shows how delusional she is. Oh, 100 percent. And also, mm-hmm. like, who knows what like, you know, I think we see on this show that they have better relationship with like producers than, for example, like a bachelor or something. Mm-hmm. But there is, you know, they have to make a show, too. And like, how much can you trust people? So and the whoever Raquel is confiding in at this point, like everyone's got a motive here besides maybe mm-hmm. like her parents. I don't know. So, well, I saw an interview with Sheena today. Oh, it's on an interview with Sheena. And Sheena said that her parents are like heavy stage parents. Oh, like they're very into like, oh, right. Image and, they, and making sure things are looking the way that they should be looking like it's giving spooky. Okay. It's giving like uh, toddlers and tiaras. It's um, I mean, to be a pageant queen or pageant queen, pageant contestant, you yeah. usually have parents that would encourage right. kind of wild behavior. Like mo- a lot of parents would be like, no, we're not. Yeah, road, honey. We don't so, need to do this for you to like gain speaking skills, right? Like, there's other ways to get mm-hmm. out there. So that does make sense. And I did see that interview as well. That you remind me that she was saying her parents when he, she got engaged to James mm-hmm. were like, "This is going to be good for the show, Raquel." But like, like we can let, let them play married. house because they'll never get yes. married. Which like they were probably right to some degree. Uh, I mean they. They, I mean, they didn't get married. They didn't you know? get married. I really was convinced that the reveal was going to be that Raquel and Sandoval slept together for the first time back during that, like during Rachella. Like, did you see? Did you see that TikTok that was like I've showing them, them all, fighting Sarah. during whatever season? I've seen Raquel, all like, the TikToks. Got, <laughs> you've seen all the TikToks. Raquel got blackout drunk during whatever season it was before her and James got engaged, and that was apparently the same episode that Sandoval was like 
she would never betray you and I would never betray you. And to this mm-hmm. day, like I need answers about what that clip was referring to. Cause like, why would Sandoval have to tell James he would never betray him? Like, why was he being accused of betraying him? It was a random flashback they included in the finale to show James and Sandoval had a friendship. Have but a it friendship. Was yeah. But context. I'm like, I feel like there's other ways to do that. Right. Like, I don't have to like promise I'm not going to betray them. Like usually your yeah. actions just show that. And I know we're dealing with wild people up in here, but like that was confusing. Can you imagine to- saying that to like a good friend? Us to being like normal, normal. I would never betray you, Sam. I would never. That betray makes you, you like that would make me think you would. No, hundred percent. I'd be like, I'm never talking to her again. You are Fucking not allowed nuts. to be near anyone. I know. No, like it would be crazy. So let's kind of start at the beginning. Raquel comes out, and what do you think about the green light, green light thing? Oh my god! Obviously, I, that was to get Schwartz to do the decoy, right? It clearly mm-hmm. was. It was like kind of look at Lala said and watch Heaven's Live. Like they're football players. This was Sandoval. Like I don't know. Green light, green life was pulling an audible, which would mean like we're not going with the plan, or if it was mm-hmm. the signal to get get back in line because you already slipped up once when you brought up August and I told you we were saying January. Yeah. So he was saying like green light, green light, it's happening. I I the Xanax bottle feels like it was all Schwartz though because. I don't think Tom would think that, like, I don't think Sandoval would necessarily think that that's going to help the situation. Maybe You're it right. would. And Schwartz just like fumbled it quite literally, the, the pills and Schwartz? The, the, the little shtick. But I think Schwartz, I mean, we saw in this episode too, when he was like, Ariana, what does it feel like to have the whole world dying against you? Like, oh he thought God. he was doing something there to Sarah? help, but it made it worse. And that could have been what the, the fuck was that? He thought it when was going to end on a positive note. this sentence... He was like, no, no, no. Let's talk about the juxtaposition. The juxtaposition. And he I just learned like, that word. He's like, I was like Shut the out fuck there. up, Tom. He loves to say words like that. Yeah. That are like, like he just what did he say like last week to Katie? It's so um I don't remember. Oh, he, like, I know it's like, like a weird either. word yeah. that's like, shut the fuck up. And you know, he wanted it to be this like moment. Mm-hmm. Unclear what that moment was supposed to be. I think, was it supposed to be a zing? What no, I think Schwartz genuinely thought because he is like the little puppy dog delusional. I mean, he's like he's not really still trying to sell it. From Madagascar. No, literally. And I think mm-hmm. he thought in his delusional brain, mm-hmm. he was going to bring the mood up and be like, you know what? This was a crazy thing that happened. But guess what? We're all besides Tom and I, which, you know, like, yeah, yeah you, you, people, okay. you know, we're, we're struggling. The rest of you, you're doing great. And that's great. And let's end on a positive note. But instead, he actually unleashed emotion in Ariana that hadn't come out yet. And it I know. was only helped her because it was, I you know, you don't want to wish someone to break down like that. But it was came at the perfect time when she after she was being very intense to see that emotion from her mm-hmm. from the audience was like kind of crucial there so i don't think that's what schwartz wanted to happen but it if anything it helped ariana's case didn't help tom and raquel percent and he was trying to say what lala said in like very plain terms where she was just like this will be the best thing that ever happened to you right like you got two evil people out of your life and you're thriving mm-hmm. like you're gonna be okay and like you said, I never like wish for a breakdown. Well, oh, no. I you know, I never say never. Um, yeah, I'm like well, you know, um, they are they are did sign up for there this. are moments, you know, <laughs> that I you know would like to see, but yes. it it was nice to see like that human level emotion other than yes. anger. Right. It was like a the real anger moment. was there. So well, we the anger else that that's what I needed. Like I needed her to show. How embarrassing. Can you figure it out? What's her name again? Barbara. Barbara, you're an icon. And she's really being really bad. I'm so sorry. No, it's really okay. I can I can work through it. So Ugh, I can't. <laughs> anyway, it was nice to see her kind of show like the softer side of the part where she's like, this was my friend. This right. was someone I protected. This mm-hmm. is someone I defended to everybody for years. Like, mm-hmm. and you did this to me. And like, it was nice to see that because some of the stuff that was being thrown at Raquel now, the world is, I think, split into two over this. Okay. Oh, over, was it too much? Okay. Some people are like, never some enough people and other are people like, are upset. Yeah. Some people are like, she had it fucking coming. She's a dirty whore. You know, life comes at you fast mm-hmm. kind of vibe. Other people are like, yeah, that was like really fucking gross. Right. Where do you fall? 
I can so, land somewhere in between. I'm in the middle, which is like a cop out, but not really because again, like I I understand these were like real raw emotions. It was jarring to hear like Ariana like call someone a slut and stuff. Just oh my because god, she I, is so because it's like, also so not who she is. Right, so that like, we're used shows to like Lala sh- saying stuff like that, but that used to I, Katie. I think I yeah totally. I wonder if Ariana looking back down the line, hmm. I, a lot of years removed is going to regret might even be a strong word, but like think about some of the things she said, just because she is such like a, a lover of women and kind of always been on the right side of history. Right. Yeah. Like it's, it was a little much, but I also think like you are sitting with Lala and James, they're getting hyped up. That was probably a horrible day to sit through. Like if something comes out of your mouth, like, I don't know how much we can fault her, but I will say, did you watch um, the Peacock extended edition yet? The pumped up edition. Okay. I watched that this morning. And in addition to, I mean, the, we the, start our day. It's like 630. I'm yeah. like, let's get the F-bombs rolling. It's so yeah. much better to not have the bleeps. It's unreal. Yeah, Just to I watch get a it rush. Alone. It's such a rush. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. I know. Um, But what I will say, and maybe it's because it was my second time watching it, so I might be skewed, but I think the Peacock version, even though it was longer, obviously, it paced better because Mm -hmm. they went into a lot more stuff with Lala and, you know, stuff with Randall in the sense that like, are she being a hypocrite? We went into James, are you being a hypocrite? And it just took a little heat off Raquel to the point where like, even though they were still coming on so strong, they had to answer questions. And like, Mm -hmm. we flipped to Sheena a little more, like it broke it up a little bit. Whereas the edit that aired on Bravo last night was like nonstop. I think it actually paced better. And I don't know. It's hard to always remember exactly what was included and what they edited. Cause they don't Mm -hmm. like say like unaired, which I think they should. But it felt a little paced a little better, even just a little extra 10 minutes, all those 10 minutes, none of them were revolutionary. So I understand why it got cut versus Mm -hmm. the other two episodes, I think had a little bit more like a big reveal. This Mm -hmm. last one didn't really, but I think it just was like a little more user-friendly because it was just so much to watch last night. I think that that was my problem is maybe not like the things that they were saying. Mm -hmm. It was the hit after hit. It was like, it was just a lot. And as Mm -hmm. someone who like, I don't handle like yelling well. Right. I was just like, fuck. Like it it just felt like I would crumble. Can you imagine even telling someone like to shut the fuck up or even like be quiet and like really mean it repeat- re- repeatedly? Like, I, I don't know if I've ever been like, shut your telling fucking someone, mouth. Like, I don't think I've, like, ever, I don't think I've ever done that. I'm jealous. Never. I've literally like to my cat and my dog. I'm like, be quiet. Like be shut quiet. up is something I think everyone has yelled at a sibling or at a friend, like in like, yeah. a heated moment, like shut up, like just like leave me alone. Yeah. But not like someone trying to get a word in like, be quiet, you twat. Like, it's crazy the way they can just spew stuff at each other. It's really like they're, that's why they're on reality TV and we're not. Yeah. But I will also say to flip it a little bit because of the way Tom and Raquel were reacting, which was Mm -hmm. either in anger or in like nothing. Mm -hmm. That probably was so irritating to Ariana and them that it just like pushed them even more because they were probably like, like to not get a tear from Raquel on stage must have been infuriating yeah and also like am i not going hard like there was also no signs for them to almost be like stop because they were not reacting they weren't reacting so- tom was like looking at the floor andy right. cohen on on his show on sirius was like yeah tom was- andy Tom was a shell of himself but to the audience that didn't land at all yeah i'm like he didn't seem like that he seemed fine out of sorts right um he was just looking at the floor a lot but with raquel andy did say he's like i think she was on something like right. a beta blocker or something yeah like, Heavily like, medicated. I would be as well. Yes. Um, I just don't think she shows emotion the way that they want her to. And she just, and that just, I mean, that would infuriate me. If, I like, think it you did them, something yes. so horrible to me and you do say you're sorry, like, but that's it. Like, you're not going to show anything else. Also, imagine the people who are upset with Ariana and with Lala, James, whoever, that they thought went too far. Mm-hmm. If we saw 
like a breakdown from Raquel, if we saw like the effects that those words were having, the audience, I mean, they were going so hard that there might have been a, people flipping to be like, get over it. It's not that big of a deal, which we know it is. But if they showed the emotion, so it was detrimental, I think, to them. Mm-hmm. Like, even if they didn't mean it, like Raquel should have tried to fake a few tears because I think there would have been, there already is some people who thought they went too hard. So if they showed some real emotion, there mm-hmm. would have been people that were like 100% like yeah. on Raquel and Sandoval's side to some degree. But and they I didn't. Think, and I think, too, what really got me, what, I mean, the whole thing really got me. It was so crazy. But it felt like I, like I could tell Tom had coached her. Right. Like the things that she was saying felt so like rehearsed in her mind. Cause I think especially because we know it was all lies. Like a scroll. Like yes. I just think it's like a teleprompter in her head. Yeah. She practiced um, for sure. Yeah. And when she said to Lala specifically, this is like an example, is when she was like, Well, you fucked James. Yes. It's that like, was a practice line. It's like that was rehearsed. Like that was yeah. obviously something Tom told her to say, be like, if they come at you with this, you can say this. If right. Tom or if they come at you, you know, about your name, tell them about Lala's name. It was like, yes. oh my God. Flip Should it on talking about like dead names? Oh my God. Mama, like, what are we doing? Honestly, I think my favorite part was when she was trying to like talk about when she was in first grade that there was too many Rachels. Rachel. So she wanted to be Raquel because it brought me back to that scene where she couldn't do her times tables and she missed the ice cream party. I know. And like, I was like, oh, that was, I think, one of the audience's first insight into like, oh, this is what we're dealing with. And this is why this girl is still dating James because she is not getting why she should be running. Like there's things missing here Mm -hmm. because that reference was like meant so much like that really hurt her, the times tables. And I think that was like, I literally immediately was like, where is the first grade classmates? Like, please break your silence. Like I need to know where were you the the day that Rachel walked in and said, excuse me, teacher, you need to call me Raquel because you know, there's always that first day of school. Mm -hmm. Oh, Samantha, call me Sam. Yeah. As Sarah, we don't really have, do you think she had to wait for the next school year to make that? No, she said there was two Rachels in her class. So I wonder if, it was, I wonder if it was just came out of her mouth. Like it was, she was the third Rachel called and she goes, it's Raquel in first grade. Yeah. Or if she went home and, you know, halfway through the school year was like, I can't handle being, you know, Rachel L. Like I'm a bachelor contestant. Mm-hmm. I'm making a stand and thinking about a first grader doing this awesome and saying like, no way a first grader said I want to be called Raquel. No. Okay. So Raquel is such a crazy name for a first grader. Like, to, what are like, we doing here? With. But I have to tell you, oh. I thought so I, you know, when you were a kid, did you have like names in your head that you thought were like fancy names? Fancy names? It's okay names. if you don't. No, I mean, I I'm, did. Sure I, I'm sure I did. I'm sure I did. And that name was Monica. Monica. I thought Monica was like the most beautiful. I have a sister-in-law named Monica. Rich name. Like I thought um, if you were named Monica, like you were that bitch. And I was didn't it because of friends? friends. Oh, nope, okay. No. Didn't watch friends. But I had Got this it. Barbie and she was a Christmas Barbie, like in oh, those like, big dresses. Oh, I know those. With a high, she had like a, a really high like hairdo. Mm-hmm. I called her Monica. And that was my first thought when Rachel said that in first grade, she wanted to become become Raquel. Because I'm like, okay. I thought that name was like really like sophisticated and cool. I will say, I think a lot of people, like a lot of like your name and like your identity when you're in elementary school, middle school, whatever, like you, a lot of people want to change it or get emphasized with the nickname. And then you grow up and then you're naming your own kids and you're like, I don't want to be called by a nickname because I was the one in school who had, or like, I don't want a name that's going to always be a nickname because I had to correct the teacher every day, yada, yada. Like people have their own like quote unquote traumas with their name. Mm-hmm. It's just funny that like she, this Raquel of it all because her family doesn't call her that. No. And she's like, like, only my friends call me Raquel. And when Ariana goes, yeah, and you have no more of those. So it's Rachel. Yeah, that was I tough. screamed. I did too. There were so many moments, like good zingers. And you know who's the MVP? Who? And everyone's going to say Sheena. And I got to give it to her. Shishu did have it. Have me in the first half. She did do a great job in the trailer. You know, eating the sun chips, drinking the ruby group, grapefruit white claws, My like favorite clutching flavor. them with her nails. Like mm-hmm. I was living. Katie played mm. this perfectly. Absolutely perfectly. Like James to me was so wound up. Mm-hmm. You know Too, what I'm much. Too much. Yeah. And a lot of bathroom trips. A lot of bathroom, a lot of bathroom trips. And it was like, it was too fucking much for me at some mm-hmm. point. I was like, you need to shut the fuck up. Because yeah. I got to tell you, in the trailer, him saying poo-poo head sent me to the moon. I was hilarious. like, hilarious. This is so fucking funny. And then when I watched it, I was like, 
you're taking time away from what I really want to get to. Speaking of taking time away, and Cohen talking to Lisa Vanderpump about her Las Vegas restaurant and her Vanderpump a la Perry. Yes, exactly. like we're Emily in Paris up in this bitch all of a sudden. Yeah, Perry. She's, like, she's like, these are the lights, Vanderpump Lane. I'm like, what? Well, now it makes sense that that spinoff or whatever it is was just announced. Well, oh god, ten episodes. I will be watching. I will too, but it's just like people working in Lisa's house. <laughs> That's really weird. I'm kind of surprised it's not like a Vanderpump Vegas. Maybe they tried Clapped. that and it's not working. So I thought that they were trying pull. that, but maybe that's not working because of the I mean, stuff. props to Lisa Vanderpump and whoever on her team is doing these pitches because I know no one watched them, but like Vanderpump Dogs, the um, Overserved, was- mm-hmm. like this is her fifth show that I can mm-hmm. even think of off the top of my head that she, I mean, I know Beverly Hills wasn't a producer on, but like that she was on that for a long time. This NPC contract that she has, like they just, whatever idea she has, they sign up for it. It's kind of like candy. season. It's very much like Candy. And like, mm-hmm. you can, you have to respect that. I don't care if you don't like her. You can, even on, the, there's parts of this reunion where I agreed with everyone saying, Lisa, like maybe shouldn't have been out here the whole time. It's a little much, but I mean, you got to look at that and be like, that is impressive. Cause I, I definitely didn't watch the Vanderpump Dogs Peacock show, but I'm sure she cashed in. I'm sure she did. I'm, I'm sure she's doing just fine. What I really noticed this episode is like I knew that she was really kind of defending Tom or that's mm-hmm. what it came off as the first two episodes. And even James was like, Lisa, you got to stop. Like, yeah. And coming hard for not- Lala. She was coming- like, well, then she completely did like a 180 and completely came for Raquel. Right. She did. In a way that was like, oh, like that's kind of gross mm-hmm. Um, because you're not giving that same energy to Tom, who also owed his partner a lot. Right. I agree with you. And I think the questions Lisa were asking though in that moment were important, but if they came from Andy, we might've really gotten the answers. Like I don't feel, I kind of mentioned this before, but like I don't feel satisfied with the Tom Schwartz of it all. I know it's not his fault, whatever, but like, I think we needed to press a little bit more about why you kissed him, why you like, what he really knew. Why what, did you want to hurt Katie was thinking so bad? Yeah, like, why were you trying to fuck Katie over so bad? Why didn't you like, you know, back off to some degree. Why were you making those weird comments during all these trips? Like we need to dig into that psyche. And I think if we, and then have Raquel be like, also to Raquel, like, what were you thinking when you, when you were at that camping trip and Tom made that wild comment and like you yeah. and Sandoval left it off? Like there were, if we we're going to go back to the text, which we did a little bit with James and Raquel and like, they were like pointing out moments. Like we need to do that with, we should have watched some of those scenes mm-hmm. and like had been like, well, why'd you do that? Like, I, I don't know. know, like push them hard with the facts versus just like, they're going to lie about things that happened off camera. Like there was plenty to dive into on camera that they didn't. Right. I don't know. It was, and again, maybe they asked all these questions. It was, it's like impossible. And like anytime they got anywhere really good, one of them would just say like, you're a liar, fuck off. And Andy couldn't really get an answer. So it yeah. was amazing. I just think like, there's always going to be so many questions about so many questions. And it makes me kind of think, did Tom Sandoval get in Raquel's head? Cause Tom Sandoval yes. hates Katie. Yes. Hates 100%. her. And Stassi he hated, he hated Katie and Stassi. And Stassi for has the most, hated. Yeah. Yes, they've all forever. hated each other. These mm-hmm. these two have hated each other for a long time. So it feels really pointed that Raquel then would hurt Katie by making out with Schwartz right. while fucking his best friend. Like that is and a then crazy using thing. Schwartz as a scapegoat. Right. And using Schwartz as your cover. Schwartz, Thinking about all those interviews that they did the all fall. Yeah, she was able to wear the Tom Tom sweatshirt and draw people, you know, mm-hmm. draw everyone's attention to her and talk about Schwartz and rub it in Katie's face and torture Katie. Yeah. And all this while, it was like, you're fucking Tom Sandoval. I did appreciate them bringing in up. love with Tom I know. Sandoval. In love. I did appreciate them bringing up the Halloween costume. Me too. That did not get nearly enough like attention in the this circus i know there was mm-hmm. so much to focus on in the last couple months but i kept coming down to like when i was doing the recaps for the people who were like what is you know this show and why do i care mm-hmm. i was like and like lest we not forget in front of ariana as she pointed out helped him like dressed up as his mistress like mm-hmm. that's so crazy and then in the peacock version there's a clip where tom is arguing like the definition of mistress because he's saying mistress is like repeatedly and so like why what's so narcissistic and crazy about tom sandoval got him getting heated again no i love it that he whatever you know you can go you can lie or like omit things because you're not trying to incriminate yourself that's your play expected 
but to double down repeatedly about it being one time Mm -hmm. a mistress it doesn't count when it's once which again was in this peacock version we weren't fucking it we fucked one time one time one time one one time when you know that's not true why Mm. go out of your way to perjure yourself i know just let those comments fly Right. Yeah, like they're going to say, fuck, like, and honestly, in real time, the cast, besides James whispering, that's Lala, they were like, we're never going to get him to admit it anyway. So like, we're going to speak our truth. He can like speak his, they didn't harp on it probably as much as they wish they would after finding mm-hmm. out what they did. But I was just like, he would not let it go when he was wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, why not just let those comments roll off your back? Because now like you look you even he's stupider. a narcissistic monster with the it's ego. Crazy. He's, he's disgusting. Like to watch him tour continue to tour did you hear what he texted Brittany what he okay he texted Brittany Cartwright uh, unfortunately I had Brittany Couchy Brittany Couchy I had to listen to when reality hits because I I I have a duty to the world yeah and there was you know it's painful but Schwartz was on and you know it was interesting to hear him kind of say he's finally taking a step back from Sandoval well and I also saw a clip where he was like Tom has abandoned us has left on the road I mean, they must us be to deal hemorrhaging with. money, hemorrhaging money. And that mom's not getting a penny back. Oh, and but oh God, does she deserve? Honestly, no, I feel bad for the mom, but now that she's it. embracing Raquel, it's like, whatever, lady, so Mrs. Weird. Sandoval, you raised My mom this. would call my boyfriend and be like, um, by the way, right. another dude for we, Like, this is like 911, like it's insane. Weird. But on that podcast, um, Brittany said she got a text from Tom Sandoval for their, their first text since 2020 when she had wished him happy birthday and he never answered. He texted her, "Hey Britt, hope things are hope things are well for you. Um, the band and I are going to be in Kentucky on June first in Lexington. If you have any family or friends that want to be on the list, let me know." You are fucking lying to Isn't me. Isn't that amazing? It's like that shows it's everything truly, about the state of mind Tom Sandoval is in right he now. He is. He thinks that he's doing what Ariana is actually doing. Like, exactly, Ariana's winning on the cover of Glamour. Ariana's right. getting Duracell ads, Bic ads. Yes, you know all these, all this money, Uber One, Uber savings. Um, on the. <laughs> I say that all the time. Chris Lewis so like good. will just randomly text me and he'll just be like, "Savings." It's so good. Um. Wow. But the, no, he's just like on this this tour that's also he hemorrhaging is money. So disgusting to me. Yeah. Like he makes me want to fucking vomit. And the thing is, is like I understand what Raquel did was so diabolical. Like when mm-hmm. you sit back and you peel back the layers of this right. whole lie, and there's probably so much that 100%. they've lied about. Every text and- that they've sent since mm-hmm. girl boys night has been a lie to some degree so yeah the Mond- <laughs> it's a historical landmark the mondrian yeah and if they ever try to tear that place down we will all be there without it's picket like signs. the regency of vanderpump yes, rules it is. um and like there's probably just so many moments that and i said this when the news first came out that when ariana found out was probably like oh that all makes sense now right like, this happened this happened but my thing is too is like the amount of lying that Tom had to do to mm-hmm. both women is so fucking crazy. It to really tell is. Ariana, let's go to couples therapy, work on their relationship, have sex with her. Oh my God, we didn't. Even oh talk my about God, that. we haven't even talked about the t shirt. Oh my God. That was wow. I mean, that really made my stomach like hurt. And I that's also every another woman right in America when the audience was like maybe feeling like they were going too far. Mm-hmm. He couldn't help oh. himself but make a comment like that where it's like, well, fuck you. She's right to call you disgusting because mm-hmm. that was insane. Yeah. And it was a throwaway comment that I felt in the moment only really Lala heard at first. Yes, because she called him a fucking dick and everybody else kind of like didn't get there. And everyone was like, huh? It was yeah. kind of like in the beginning of the episode, the very, was it the first one or the second one? Where he was like, yeah, you ripped your IUD out. The, the second one. Was, yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm like, there are just these little throwaway moments that I'm like, you are fucking sick. So it's like he had yeah. to lie to Ariana about everything. About oh, mm-hmm. who goes, who, you know, who knows what else. And then he also had to lie to Raquel. And not only yeah. lie to Raquel, but like manipulate her in such a way where like she didn't just tell Ariana. Right. He or definitely manipulated Sheena, Raquel. Like, nothing. like there is a degree to where Raquel is a victim in her own right. She's definitely mm-hmm. also the villain. 
but two things can be true. And I saw, um, I know you're familiar with One Tree Hill, um, <gasps> Peyton Sawyer, Hillary Burton Morgan out here tweeting because Jeffrey Dean Morgan is a big One Tree Hill, is a big um, Vanderpump Rules fan. I don't know if anyone knew that. Denny Duquette is out here on these streets with us. He's a peer. He's a big <sighs> fan of, of Vanderpump Rules. So Hillary Burton watches it with him, her husband. And she tweeted, um, well, she tweets something about how next season Peter should get a chance because we got to get rid of Sandoval, which that's, you know, a choice, but said Raquel was groomed by Sandoval. Mm. And that's a strong choice of word. And, you know, Peyton Sawyer is out here, you know, a lot of times a lot of hot takes on Twitter, but it is a very interesting point and a mm. good point because again, yeah. this is a girl who was not necessarily all there. Don't mm -hmm. use the S word. Don't use the D word. As James said this season, trying mm. not to talk about Raquel poorly meaning dumb and stupid, but there is some truth to that. And she was younger. I know 28 is not that young, but like a hundred percent manipulated by this dude. There She's has to be, that has to be recognized. Incredibly like impressionable. Yes. And very, I hate to say this, but she's very weak. Yeah. And she's very much like an abuser's dream. Yeah. It's, it's dark. And to watch her sit in that chair and talk, tell her truth. Mm-hmm. I love that producer so much for being yes. like, um, so we can all tell that you're lying. <laughs> She's so a horrible like, liar. You might as well just tell us. And she was like, really? I'm a bad liar. I hate. Liars. I mean, I guess she's a good liar to some degree. She did get away with it for seven months. So we'll give her some I know. credit. And but it, in that, I mean, in that chair under the lights, like, oh, I wish anything that they had made Sandoval come back to and we're asking him the same questions. Imagine that producing. You ask Raquel, she's admitting it. You ask Sandoval one last time, he tells his story. Back to Raquel admitting it, back to Sandoval. And that would have been manipulative to him and he might have gotten mad. But like at this point, he obviously needs the show. But imagine if we got to watch like back to back, like then then she, Raquel would have like aren't you had a winner. This? I just had that moment. And I was like, I think because there was some people that came around with you have to give, do you give Raquel some credit is a question to come and clean, even though it was six days too late, even though she did all these things. Is that an interesting point to argue? To some degree, maybe. She, yeah. you know, has kind of disappeared according to a I don't really give her She's credit. The only thing I give her credit for is coming. Right. Like, and just not bailing. Because, like, she easily could have done that. Right. Um, But that would have been such a weak fucking move. Sorry, Lisa Vanderpump did it. True. She really so did. I also think Lisa if she didn't... Up. Very true. If she didn't file the restraining order, that mm -hmm. would have been probably beneficial for her for a lot of reasons because mm -hmm. one that would have been one last thing to have on her record of like fucking over Sheena and like the world for like making us have to sit through this but also Sheena has a very good ability of you know bringing out her own emotions and could have if they had a face-to-face -face interaction might have brought oh, out yeah. a softer side of Raquel because, because we saw Raquel Sheena watch cry, her right right I mean, With I guess like, in the trailer it didn't work, but maybe in real time it would have well, like in the clicked. trailer. She definitely was like that was the first time we saw and pretty much last time. Yeah, we saw her show any sign of like real oh. kind of like, oh, maybe this is really bad. Yeah, like, oh, sweetie, you fucked your your best friend's <laughs> boyfriend for seven months in his house. The grandma the <gasps> funeral, knowing the that Ariana funeral. was in the hotel, probably right next door. At, Have you heard about Mexico? this, by the way, the Mexico what? stuff? Had I heard that that had happened, mm -hmm. I like a like I heard I knew pretty confidently that mm -hmm. it was going to be like the timeline related and that okay. the the Mexico was going to come up again, but so, I still thought it was stemming even before then. I saw a clip. I forget yeah. whose podcast it was. I think it was Sheena Marie Shea, Honey Davies podcast shenanigans. Shout out! I'm a subscriber. Um, is she said that Raquel at the wedding got a room oh, yes. with her friend. Mm -hmm kicked her friend out and said okay. production only wants me to have the room it's a camera thing it's a the, it's a production issue like you have to go find a different room mm -hmm. we're gonna sleep with somebody else i will say that is not true right she wanted to fuck tom sandoval in her room and like why was he in your hallway like there's just so many moments where i'm like raquel like oh my god and then i love that like she basically was just like we fucked all the time. I know that was, and she was still the the craziest thing is again when you don't want to give her the credit at all. As I was discussing, that's a that's a debate was because she got giddy again in that last five minutes, like talking about their connection and like how much they like fucked in Mexico. Like that was crazy because was if crazy. she was hysterical and during that point, and even said something like, "I can't believe I let him manipulate me again, even five days ago at the reunion." Like it was very much like. But I mean, like, it was great. And like, it, we could have been a She's circle. like, we had so much sex. She's like, I don't know how many times. I don't know where, I'm when. I'm surprised there wasn't a complaint. 
Yeah, she's like, wow. And then the thruple moment really threw me for a loop. Like I, I was like that that gif of that boy, like where he's like going like this. Yeah, no, that was that's how I felt. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Because it, she was, was that her last dish attempt at like either one humor, which we know is not her strength, or her strength. to throw out like another theory to maybe fuel like if they use that part, like maybe someone would believe the open relationship thing, like kind of trying to play to that audience. Was it something that actually happened I, and she again thought would land? I think it's something she really probably thought. That's really crazy. And then to start crying and be like, we did not. This is the only thing we agreed on Right? was that we cannot tell this. Part. And then she's like, but I'm literally actively going. But to. I'm going to right now. She goes, it's and the way that she delivers these lines, it's like. It's some of the most insane, like moments of television I've ever seen. It is. Because it's, instead of just being like. Yeah, oh my god we we had sex in his house while she was at a funeral it was like the way that she delivered the sign i was like hanging on every breath i was like she was like i mean we had sex in their house while she was away i thought she was about to tell us like which is obviously that's horrible but the way she was speaking it was like she was about to tell us like uh-huh. We, like we did something to her dead dog's ashes. I like know. it was like I thought like something really haunting was about to come out oh my god well speaking of haunting charlotte's gonna haunt her that was a great line. The, the was a great line. line sent me. That Listen, was good. I do want to make it very clear. And maybe I think this is why people don't like me. Maybe um, oh, is because I love that love controversy. Yeah. You know, is because I I'm thinking of it in like two ways. Like to me, like two things can be true. Like one, she's this hor- they're horrible for what they yeah. did. Liars, deceitful manipulation up the ass, like just crazy shit. Mm-hmm. And then on the other hand, I'm like, also like, Maybe we don't tell someone to fuck themselves with a juice grater. <laughs> Maybe we don't tell people that this is the worst thing. Like, I want everything. But you are nothing. You are nothing. Like, Raquel's going to remember that for the rest of her life. And so a lot of people, yeah. though, and I want your take, are saying that they were underwhelmed oh. with the, the the big reveal at the end. Um, uh, What do you think? Because I personally, it wasn't what she said. It was the the act of her saying it right and like defying tom that yeah, to me I, was the most shocking i do think that part of it got lost because okay. i do yeah. think because i think that's a great point because i mm-hmm. do think that that is so interesting that something happened in those six days that prompted her to even after saying in that interview he was the one person that i had he became my oh only my person God. but i'm going to actually betray him in this moment which like snaps that you woke up to do it mm-hmm. some people i think just thought it was too little too late but i do think you know there it, it was a disservice and i don't i don't know whose fault it was i think it was everyone's fault of how hyped up this did get mm-hmm. um the comment made that was probably a throwaway comment saying it could change who signs on was taken like blown out wait way, way, way too out of taken like probably out of context to a degree Mm -hmm. and i think that that did do a disservice because everyone like and it's weird i think also when you're doing these interviews when you're alex baskin vanderpump rules is having this resurgence audience that people don't expect is like i mean it's in the freaking new york times it's in the hollywood reporter it's in variety these are outlets that were on the view a year ago would have been making fun of like that make fun of it and that are like how dare you and like good for them Mm -hmm. whatever i get it like i would want to hop on the train too but I think that maybe they don't even realize because they're not even you. They're used to like doing interviews, whatever, but they're not used to like everyone is hanging on every word that they are saying. And I do wonder if there was regret in in from the producers to hype this up so much. And because I think if you think about it in the fact, which there's been so many things to think about if watching this in a different way. If it We're thinking broke on, so much. I know. Like, this is all I think about still. <laughs> if this didn't break on TMZ that that March 3rd to come full circle, we would have been watching this season so differently. And imagine, like, I think about watching this back oh if God. it was like season two and like we genuinely didn't know if Jackson and Kristen fucked until we watched the show. Like, mm. that would have been such an amazing time to be alive. And watching it, with retrospect and Easter egg has also been quite fascinating. Like I'm not against it. It's been very cool, but this, imagine if we were watching this reunion and we didn't hear that there was going to be this last five minute thing. Mm -hmm. We were just watching it. They get in their cars. We're like, Oh, it's over. And they say six days later, Raquel walks in and she undoes everything that we just watched in the reunion that is powerful but instead it turned into this last five television shows i really don't know i should try to send these clips out so and be like do you want me on powerful your... sarah but, like, right like no the hype i know because it was it is powerful and it's, it got lost because 
that would have been if we didn't know we were getting a bonus five minutes, we would have gotten to turn our TV off and then been like, whoa, back it up. And then again, throw in one more Tom Sandoval interview, like I said before, and we really would have been on the edge of our seats. Well, it's like the end of Beverly Hills, that one episode where we all of a sudden were in Sir. Yes, exactly. Like the whiplash. The whiplash. Also, I do think that Lala should be so thankful this happened. A hundred percent. Not only because she bought herself a Palm Springs house, but because she would have come off so fucking terribly. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, girl. Let alone, like, obviously we don't know what she would have been like at the reunions because this wouldn't have been the thing to talk about, I guess. Mm -hmm. But there was, there was, I remember thinking that a lot during the season, like this. I thought that too. Because some people even thought they didn't care. They still thought Lala was too much but then you have the lala stands and i do lala does a good job of when i'm watching it i'm like oh my god like you are so mean this is horrible like mm-hmm. this poor girl even knowing what i know but then when they ask her about it and she compares it to football she's like this is bravo i'm a housewives fan this is what we're here to do i'm like okay you're right like i respect it <laughs> yeah like I'm so like, absolutely there's a reason she's still here mm-hmm. but you're right like she's, she has to be counting her blessings that this happened she's a because... born reality star she really she is, is. Born her, from and james. her and james stars where do you think we go next season like do you think Raquel comes back do you think Tom comes back like what do you think happens okay this is my prediction so we know that the cameras are allegedly reportedly going to start rolling by the end of the month that's the plan they're still like negotiating some things I think that everyone will be back in some capacity I don't think Raquel will start filming necessarily at the end of June from what I've heard from sources close to Raquel, she is still in this treatment center, 68 days strong to some degree. I don't know if there's different phases of it, different cycles. We know there's been some phone activity. She is still in this voluntary treatment situation. There are still negotiations with her team, whether that be her parents, her reps, lawyers, probably all the above. Mm -hmm. I think she will come back kind of how like in season, I think it was like five or something when Lala joined like halfway through and like how Stassi quits her. Mm -hmm. I think she will come to us a little bit farther down the line. I think we will pick up with something about her. I think we will pick up with Tom Schwartz spiraling that Sandoval has been MIA. I think we could even get him maybe not necessarily being there right right away. There's probably negotiations with that. Let Mm -hmm. the dust settle, start getting footage. And then I think we will get pop-ups from Jax and Brittany and Kristen. I don't think we'll see Stassi. I think Mm -hmm. we will see them in a reoccurring guest star role. And I think this is going to be something that unfolds in real time or even when they start filming, they don't necessarily know. It's almost like when they film certain housewives mm-hmm. and they think they're going to be full time Sutton's first season and then they make them a friend in the edit. Like, I think mm-hmm. we're going to see who brings it and see who, you know, you have Sheena who historically has been our girl to forgive Kristen Doty, to forgive whoever. That's what she, I'm going to keep my eye on. But she's going to. I think she's going to. That's who Sheena is. And it's who we need her to be. We need her. I know. And she knows that. Like, Sheena's a very forgiving person. Like, she just really desperately wants to be liked, which is, like, same. And it's so important. (laughs) It's so important. For me to have her her being the first one to kind of have a conversation with Raquel. Yes. And honestly, Sheena did an amazing job in that finale, holding Tom Sandoval accountable Pointing out, you know what, even if she did make that comment, which was fucked up for Tom, obviously, to try to like weaponize Ariana's mental health against her and lie about it. But saying, so you know, sick. this is what you do. This is what you do. Like Sheena crushed. crushed. So I'm not saying she's going to necessarily be like at Schwartz and Sandy's like singing good as gold on the bar. But I think she needs to continue to be the soldier she is. I hope she gets a good raise and to film with some of them. And I know Ariana's her best friend, but like the show must go on to some degree. You guys, if Ariana doesn't want to film with them, I get it. The rest of them, you need to fall in line a little bit. Like we're not icing people out to that degree. If you're going to just, no. and as Andy Cohen did say, he's like, they can say what they want, but do you think the people on that stage are going to miss another chance to yell at Raquel and Tom? And I was like, that's a good point. No one says we got to hang that out. Part. It just like, we need at to be able end to have of a run day. They all want the show to be successful. We They're, all do. They America all want to make it. money. Like they all want to do what they need to do and they'll do it. Yeah. Um, before I let you go, Sarah, I do. I mean, super, super quick. Of course, super I'm, quick. I'm, I'm, I'm at your. Did you watch Real Housewives of Orange County premiere? Of course, I did. I actually watched it, humble brag, a few okay, weeks flex. ago. So if there's anything, I didn't watch it again last night. Okay. So I only say that to be like, if there's something specific, but I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. It was just what I needed. 
I wish it came after Vanderpump Rules. It was like, almost. I know it was a probably. I a needed vegan. a palate cleanser a little bit. Yes. Like, it was a little like I went to. I didn't go to bed till like midnight. And no, this I is like one of those things nine spiraling like TikTok. Like you have to TikTok, read the reaction. Twitter. It's like, like when Will Smith slaps Chris Rock. Like you can't like come. It's like you were there. You. Oh, I was slapped. Like, right. That's like, how I feel. You feel it. I totally agree, honestly, and I know they wanted it probably because that's going to be its normal time slot or whatever. But like so many people and you wanted to watch Evans Live, like we're going to tune it. People are going to watch La La and watch Evans Live after this. Mm-hmm. So that really was a missed opportunity to not somehow get Orange County on after as a palate cleanser, as to get people to keep their TVs on. Because I literally, I tweeted this. I was like, it was a jump scare yesterday when I turned on Bravo and saw the last season cast of Orange County doing that song they did at the end. Yeah. Because they were airing like the finale and the reunions to get people hyped up for Orange County. Like I was just assuming Vanderpump Rules would be on and I was putting it on Sarah. the back of my made dinner. But instead I saw Heather Dubrow singing that song. Do you know what I, I did? Like, oh my God. I thought somehow my hulu was set to the wrong like time zone right like, was i was shocking. so confused i was like checking so why the are settings. we watching this performance yeah i was like why am i watching this right now and i even yeah. texted my friends i was like just kidding orange county comes on before vanderpump rules because i had told everybody that it didn't because you just like, assumed. a fucking idiot no but it was good. Tamara, Shannon, and Heather Dubrow, the three fucking professionals. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we're back. We're fucking back. We're back. Move over Gina Casita. Uh, I mean, Emily Taco. Um, Emily. Emily <laughs> is one of the most beautiful women on Bravo. I love her. And people don't give do. her enough credit. Like, I'm obsessed with Emily. I really mm-hmm. wish she would unblock me. Um. That Emily, if you're crazy. listening, come on. Emily, please. I love you. We should have your block like list one day. Oh, God. Oh, the people I've blocked? No, the people who have blocked us. Oh, we should. Yeah. That's a list. I got some like weird ones on there. Like, I don't have as many Bravo as you would think. You I guess they they want the press opportunities, but like Paul Wesley. Jana Kramer has Diaries, not blocked me. <laughs> Jana Kramer has not blocked me. You'd think she would have blocked me too. But you're like her key to. Right, so some Emerald celebrities City. want that. Other celebrities, like I guess, just find the need to try to like block the entire Us Weekly staff. But um, I digress. Tamara uh, is just a perfect housewife, and she always has been, and always will be. And people who are calling anything boring or whatever, like one, how dare you? It's been one episode, and two, I'm someone who like when Beverly Hills is boring, I'm bored. When Orange County's boring, I still laugh. Like I've enjoyed watching Gina mm-hmm. and Emily kind of like become housewives in that journey. And once they got rid of Kelly Dodd, like. It was still funny and like you would yeah. laugh again. And like, was it the Brooks years? Absolutely not. But like, oh, it God. wasn't as bad as people acted like it was to some I degree. Agree. And then this episode, like I could watch Tamara all day, every day. And we're planting seeds, people. Like we just got here. Like her mom's getting good. fucked in the casita. And Amazing. we're talking about it five minutes in. I'm like, yes. this is why we are here. Telling this is housewives. Judge, we're going to get him a job at Costco, passing out right. samples. I said, absolutely. Sign me up. Here's I agree. Think about what I need right now. Mm-hmm. We are in a heavy fucking place with Bravo. Summer right. house was heavy, even though it never used to be. I don't know what right. the has happened. Um, they, grow up, they grew up Jersey, too much. Yeah. Jersey. I mean, that's always going to be. <laughs> that's always going to be heavy in the sauce, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know what they do with that show. I I mean, Melissa, I saw those ratings. Melissa and Teresa aren't going anywhere. I agree. I don't think they're, they're going, going anywhere, anywhere either. I, listen, I'm enjoy. Let me be clear. I'm enjoying myself with Same. New Jersey. These women, it's just a different show because they're so interconnected, like genuinely. Yeah. Like there is like Dolores, like has known Teresa since high school. Like they are real, like yeah. lively friends. And family is family, whether you hate each other or not. Like there is other. Real- they yeah. literally want each other's death. I mean, they couldn't also, hate each other more, but Louis is the scariest man I've ever seen on oh TV. And so it's, so that, I mean, is heavy, but like shit I can kind of deal with. This Raquel stuff has been like all encompassing. So like mm-hmm. I'm ready to kind of like cleanse a little bit, get back to our basics. Like we don't need our housewives to go to prison for it to be interesting. We don't need no. them to get indicted. We don't need them to like be accused of fraud. They don't like need- every couple of years. Sure. But we're good right now. We've had a We've lot of jail. with so much. Erica, Jen Shaw, Randall, Raquel. I literally we're Al like, Woods. We're literally Al Woods. We're Daryl. Like we're Nima, fighting. who's Sheena's lawyer, is like an Us Weekly employee at this point. We talk to Nima once a week. He gives us updates on all these cases. He's also Brie from Selling Sunset's lawyer, Nick Cannon's baby baby mama. Nima as in Shaw's? No, Nima as in Nima Sheena's lawyer. That's his name. Oh, I don't know his okay. last name. Yeah, he's like 
Oh. Go on the Us Weekly YouTube and check out Nima. He's this legally us. It's quite the program. But like we, I don't want to have to call Nima every week to find out what's happening. You know, like I don't need it. I I want it to be. F- I want there to be fighting and I want there to be drama. And I want to fight I, about someone stealing the goddamn cake on the bow you. on their cake. Thank you. That's what I want. I want to fight about like you, like Heather Dubro is a fucking. She should teach a master class yeah. on how to move storyline along. Immediately, Terry's got a bum foot. She's yeah. wheeling him in. She's talking. Terry, to by the way, the oh, face man. was a little, a little scary, it's a little swollen. What's it's happening little, there? No, but like even he got Heather with, by bees. Heather with Gina was fat. Was kind of fascinating. I know. Little she was like falling out. She was like so. Um, basically, what she was saying was like, "You stop being my friend." The moment the cameras went down, right? That's you really not me. okay with me. Mm-hmm. And Gina, 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 she. There's always something. Gina's like the kind of person that I just can't stand sometimes because like there's always something with Gina. Yeah. Something about Gina. And it, it's it's she's like, you know, I got to drop the kids off and then I got to go do this. And Heather's just like, that's really nice. But why haven't you texted me? I'm right, like, like, I'm looking at our text and I want text back. <laughs> I was living. And you know what? A week later, a week into filming, we're getting a sit down on a patio with a beach backdrop by Shannon and Tamara Drudge. And I'm like, this feels right. That feels right. absolutely I, I, right. They're going to know exactly when to enter Vicky, when to take Vicky out. Like oh, we have, we have things happening here. And Shannon also what Shannon and Tamara are both professional housewives in the fact that they, like we need the Vanderpump Rules kids to do, have forgiven each other yes. for some wild things. We know they're on decent terms now. Resolution. So we need it. And you need to be a housewife that can move on. I know it's crazy to us. But it is what it is, and I'm willing to be like this. It's is always been that way. You forget. know, it's always been that way, and that is the beauty of housewives is they have these crazy fights. Shannon and Tamara are at a yoga event, full makeup, full glam, smoky eyes, and they the moment they start interacting, Tamara knows I'm going to start crying. I'm going to have this moment with Shannon, and I'm going to show her how much us not being friends hurt us. Yeah, and I'm going to create a moment, and we're going to talk did. about it next week. And I'm like. Mm-hmm. This is beautiful. This is why yeah. we watch. A hundred percent. It was it was a perfect casting call to bring Tamara back when they did. And to have Tamara go and watch what happens live, get the first chair during the scandal. Right. And be and that she looks so good. Tamara's so hot. It's like crazy to me. I know. And it made Lala look so stupid with that sweatshirt. It made Lala, I was like, get her out of here. It like, felt like it was kind of honestly a weird juxtaposition, not it, to it was bring startling. Up a, a, a trigger word by Schwartz. Um, but <laughs> Tamara also, I mean, I know two T's in a pod probably triggers you and a lot of people, but mm-hmm. Tamara is abreast and up to date on everything in Bravo. Everything. So and she'll she talk about was, it. And she was great with that. I mean, the dropping Teresa being the most overrated housewife of all time. I wasn't ready for that. If Scandal wasn't a thing like that, I mean, it's still making headlines, but that would be like the story of the day. And I mean, it's major. It's it was major. major. And then fighting words. Like I will say, I love Tamara and I, I don't even know where I fall with Teresa and Melissa. Like I kind of just try to watch it and not have an opinion because mm-hmm. like there's no right opinion in my eyes, but like you can't, deny and Melissa's brought a lot to the show but you cannot deny that Teresa is maybe the only housewife at least in history that they stopped an entire show for a year to have you go to jail like that's pretty not only that but your husband who sent you to prison got a show while you were gone right like it was called Teresa checks in no effect like not Not to back her up on that point but it wasn't call Melissa and Joe check on the Judaize kids it was called Teresa checks in like that one would really roll off the tongue Sarah (laughs) Teresa and Joe check on the Judaize Oh, Melissa and Joe check on the Melissa kids. and Joe check on the Judice kids. I mean, the hashtag would be incredible. <laughs> oh God, I just feel good having the you know the Clementines back, the oranges they're back, and yeah. I'm thrilled I about agree. it. I agree, and I, I, I do by, have um, to say, our newbie, too many kids, I'm seeing too many kids, too many sticky fingers. Yeah, I will agree well, with that. I think it's. it's I don't like that term, with... sticky fingers. <laughs> I meant like that, like kids are always sticky. That's um, it reminds me of Luke from Gilmore Girls when he talks about jam hands. Jam on their hands. About having kids. Yeah. Yes. Like there's a jam on He's their like, hands. He's like, kids always um, have yeah. jam on their hands. They do. Orange County has always been a franchise that like focuses more on the families and there are young kids. There's older kids too, but there's young kids involved still. And when you go from a franchise that necessarily doesn't show the kids as much, like you think about those, like I know New York hasn't been on for a while, but like we hadn't seen a kid in New York yeah. in a long oh. time. 
Um, those women are not of childbearing age. Yeah, like Miami, even though some of them have kids, like we're not seeing those kids. Like if you're used to watching, if we're seasons, seeing a kid, it's Frankie. Yeah, exactly. And it's like that. It's just a different dynamic. So seeing little kids running around is part of Orange County's origin. Like it's always been more of like so a family true, show, but it is jarring. I agree. It's a little bit of a jump scare well, when you've been dealing you know, with when this new person Jen starts naming all the things and people and in, in their house. I was like. Oh God. She's like, I got this kid and then this kid and then yeah. I adopted this one. And then we got six dogs, two ferrets, one cat, <laughs> one bunny, a parrot. I'm like, what are you I'm talking like, kind of save it? Like this is like third episode, like filler. Like they not we're premiere. really giving her a lot of time though. Yeah. They have, they, they were they, giving maybe her a lot she's of gonna reason. she's gonna give us stuff. I don't know. She looks like every housewife ever made and 100%. then just rolled into one person. A hundred percent. Honestly, like even why and also like talk about jump scare. Like I watched part of last year's reunion because it was on yesterday and like seeing Noelle and Dr. Jen, I was like, oh yeah. Like I know. What? I was like, oh yeah, you guys. Yeah. That was Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> Did Ryan. they end up breaking up again? You know, that's a great remember. question. We should know that. Whatever. We're literally matter. both going to the Google. Yeah. Jennifer Armstrong and Ryan. I feel like they broke up again. It doesn't appear that way. Oh, oh okay. no, she filed for divorce. Right. Because no, they ended that reunion with her. Usmagazine.com. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, wow. We do have a good um, good Google ranking for Dr. Jen Armstrong. I feel like they. You wrote um, this. I did? Yes. Well, there you go. That's how I knew. <laughs> Sam, the amount of stories that have gone in and out of my head these days, but I, I don't know how you do it. It like, was I'm triggering to me at the reunion when she said, like, oh, yeah, he'll be at the house we're buying. And then I was like, didn't they bring up? And thank you're you for like, confirming my own divorced. reporting. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you're Sarah, this has been a blast. Oh my god, it really has. Always I hope we enjoyed. I hope people enjoy it because, like, it's a little. It's like hard to get all these thoughts out. You know, it's hard to get the thoughts out, and it's hard to like not feel like you're siding more with one person than the other. It's yeah. hard to like not seem like your team, Ariana, when obviously like both of us like want nothing but the best. Of course, for her and her adorable dog. Um, mm -hmm. what's its name? Cosmo. I don't remember. <laughs> Anyway. Cosmo's the name of Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost's kid. That's all I know. The things that you know do <laughs> to your Cosmo, profession. I saw Colin Jost's face. Like, oh I don't know God. why. That's amazing. <laughs> anyway. I thought of Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> that um, too. That too. It was tied yeah. between the little Jost kid and Fairly Odd Parents. The little Jost boy. Okay. Well, tell everybody where they can find you and follow you. I am at Sarah Heron, H-E-A-R-O-N, on the Instagram. You can read usmagazine.com every day to get your fix. We're working on the pop-ups. Every headline that you see, if you click on it, it's yours. You've well, done I, it. I'm doing less writing these days, but I still got to get my byline on the good ones, you know? You're a boss bitch. I got I prepped that bombshell post because I wanted my name on it when yeah. the night editor filled you in hit the bombshell. publish, it was yeah. up. Oh, yeah. We did. We well, were first. I tracked you it. You guys... This has been so much fun. Thank you so much for listening for this chaotic episode. You know, we had to get all our thoughts out. There was a lot. Maybe we'll feel clearer headed next week. You just never know. Um, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.